1: And welcome to the Help I Sexed My Boss Advent Calendar. Normally this is the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, and we're still doing that, but this December we're releasing daily episodes up until Christmas Day. William and I are your Christmas elves, helping you have a proper Christmas. We definitely don't agree on every Christmas tradition, but we've got plenty of advice and festive fun to bring to you over the next few weeks. I'm Jordan North, and with me right here
2: is William Hanson. Hello, I'm more a delicious eggnog, whereas Jordan's more a blocked-up bog.
1: Very good. Good. Would you like to pull my Christmas cracker? Yes, I'm going to win. I feel strong. Oh, Oh. I won today. Drat. And uh, we're doing this every day. We're opening a different cracker and giving you a little joke. What does Santa do when his elves misbehave? I don't know. Don't turn this into smut. Uh, Me? Mm. He gives them the sack.
2: Well, no wonder they misbehave. (laughs) got any kids
1: listening don't i I have not don't let any kids listen to it seriously don't let your kids listen to this podcast we are into the third week of our advent month today it's the 15th of december and we're talking christmas drinks oh
2: yes now the christmas drink that most people think of is this thing here on my right hand we have a bottle of it in the studio you can watch on youtube uh is mulled wine it's a bit weird mulled wine it's Mm. warm wine well, yeah this boiled. bottle this not oiled boiled oh boiled yes it, well sort of heated through maybe mm. do you bring it to the boil and then simmer it yeah I think you do yeah I,
1: yeah I don't mind it it's nice when you're at the Christmas market or like right. a winter wonderland it's nice to have it then outside
2: yeah, it's well, it's it's all right. It's, I mean, I will drink it, but I won't sort of order it. But if you gave it to me, I'd I'd go through with it. Who do you think invented it? The Victorians? No, really, A bit much earlier, the second century. Oh, okay. Yes, bear in mind the Victorians were the sort of the nineteenth century, uh, and then the this is the second century, so it's hundreds of years earlier. Um, it was created by the Romans. Oh, uh, they would heat their wine to defend their bodies against the cold winter. Uh, they, because they also they when they went to Winter Wonderland, they wanted to be warm as well. Yeah, of um, course. And as the Romans conquered much of Europe throughout the next century, their love for it spread across the empire, and so of course the the habit spread. And it's thought the Europeans then in the sort of the Middle Ages they would mix the the wine with spices uh, and things like that because they believed it would promote health and avoid sickness. Um, and they'd also use herbs and flowers as natural sweeteners to make the. Cheap wine, because you don't have to use very good wine, uh, tastes a lot nicer.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Now, it's only up until recently I've appreciated mulled wine because there's three drinks I can't have. Oh. And they're all because I nicked them from my mum's cupboard when I was younger, you know, when you... And I'm not advocating this, but, you know, when you're younger and you pinch alcohol to take on to Park while you're listening to N-dubs on... Oh, yeah, this is my childhood. ...on Bluetooth Mm -hmm. on, on your phone. So I once... I can't have Bacardi. Even the smell of Bacardi now knocks me sick because I pinched some of that and got stupidly drunk on it. I can't have cider. Ugh, I, can't st- I can't have cider. And mulled wine. I once nicked a full bottle of mulled wine from cupboard. Right. Drank it on park. And I was... And you were how old? Let's not talk about how old I was, but I was
2: projectile
1: <laughs> vomiting red. Well, that serves you right. For two days. And if you're listening to this and you are under the age, don't. Don't. Seriously, don't. And I was at Manchester Christmas Markets a few years back and I thought, go on, I'll try one. And I've had Did it, it bring said, it all flooding back? Yeah, it did. God did yeah it. Oh, yeah.
2: What, my brother made eggnog. That's the other really popular one. I don't think I've ever had an eggnog. All I remember is James, who, who loves his mixology and cocktails James said he's going to make traditional eggnog And made so much of it I mean, we have a lot of people for Christmas normally But there was so much of it And he put it in this huge, great big Tupperware container And I am still can picture this sort of thick, gloopy liquid Sloshing back and forth in this, tu- this click-and-lock Tupperware And it's put me right off eggnog
1: What is an eggnog? I can't say I've ever had an eggnog I might have done Well, there's
2: egg, and then there's nog and what's the nog? And you sort of put them together. What's nog? I don't, I don't know. I think there's nutmeg in it. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm not really quite convinced what's in eggnog. But that's that's the other thing.
1: I've got to say, one of my favourite things about Christmas is the drinking. <laughs> it's, it's the going out, it's going to the pub on do Christmas Eve. Do you prefer Eve. the drinking to the eating? Both equally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you go to the pub on Christmas Eve? No. Oh, we do. I can't remember Christmas Day where I've not had an hangover. That's terrible, isn't it? That is, well, maybe this year. I don't go as mad as what I used to. No, we're getting on a bit. I had a really nice, because we were allowed out last Christmas Eve, I got a big Mackey's order in, and I had some on my own and watched some telly. Let's just talk quickly some traditional Christmas drinks. Buck's Fizz is good in the morning. I yes. Guess, anyway. Champagne
2: and orange. Champagne and orange. Uh, yeah, I think my father does just a little tray of champagne for people sort of late morning, mm. or some people have Buck's Fizz. Um, champagne and orange, of course, is a slightly nicer term for it. Um, that's fine. Uh, sherry, I mean, sherry is sort of fairly universal all year round.
1: Mm. What is? Else, what else Sherry's quite yeah. Gin and tonic? Mm. No,
2: a gin and orange I quite like. Orange juice. Orange juice with a bit of gin in it. Squash? No. no juice, 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 juice. Oh Ben! Oh Ben has just buzzed through saying he's going to quote me from the sun.
1: When we go down the Christmas cocktail route, we are in serious naff territory. That is William Hanson's word in the national newspaper, The Sun. And then it says, for example, Bucks Fizz. And he's just admitted that he has Bucks Fizz himself. No, no,
2: I have gin and orange.
1: But it's offered.
2: Yeah, well, I can't stop what's offered. So like just because just my family are doing it doesn't mean to say it's so correct. your family are naff. They have naff moments, yes. It's like when my parents wanted to put on blue water glasses. Still, disgust.
1: What's blue? What's wrong with blue? Blue glasses?
2: white, blue like Bristol blue water glasses, stemmed. What's, what's wrong, wrong with that? them? Oh, awful!
1: Did you disapprove?
2: It's still if you say blue water glasses to my father, he'll probably start
1: flinching. Like the tick will come back. Did you make it known to him that you didn't yep. approve of him? Well, moving on,
2: uh, we have a a letter from Jack who has written in. It's sort of Christmas Eve-related and also drinks-related. Are you ready for me to read it? Yeah. Uh, Dear William and Jordan, my maternal grandmother is German, so, as is tradition, I have always celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve. This always worked out nicely for me as my best friend's birthday is on Christmas Day, so I could always see both him and my family over Christmas without missing either occasion. However, when my friend and I reached drinking age, it quickly became tradition for my group of friends to welcome in his birthday at midnight at the club in our local town on Christmas Eve. Not wanting to miss out on any of the fun, my regular schedule over Christmas involved heading over to my mum's around 5pm on Christmas Eve, exchanging gifts, stuffing my face full of Christmas dinner, he means lunch, depending on when he ate it, and then jumping in a taxi shortly after the Christmas pudding had been lit, so that I could make it into the club before midnight. I would then play catch-up with all my mates who had been out drinking since the early afternoon, and would usually roll home to my friend's house, no apostrophe, at around 4am when the club finally shut. I would then spend my friend's birthday. Day slash Christmas Day with him and his family, where we'd be too hungover to enjoy our meal and spend the entire day feeling absolutely horrendous floating between the sofa and the lavatory.
1: See, I don't agree with that.
2: So, my question to both of you is Have you ever been too hungover to enjoy your Christmas turkey?
1: Yeah. Okay, um, my brothers did this a couple of years. My mum made them promise them never never do it again. I'd be lying if I, I hadn't said, but yeah, I used to go out on Christmas Eve again until about four in the morning and <sighs> been so hungover, it's ruined the day. And I did that when I was about 19, 20 and promised I'd never do it again. So, wow. yeah. And I know many people listening have probably been really hungover on Christmas Day or even Boxing Day the day after. But I always say this now, I like to go to the pub on Christmas Eve, have a good few, mm. be a bit rough the next day because it's part of it, but not so hungover where you can't eat your meal or anything like that.
2: No, I mean, that is you only really get a Christmas lunch once a year, so I think...
1: Have you ever been hungover on Christmas Day? No.
2: I mean, I've never been hungover. You Mm -hmm. know this. Yeah. Genuinely hand on heart. I'm sort of waiting for it to happen. Oh,
1: it's horrific. I mean,
2: I think we came slightly close to it on the tour, but Mm. it didn't happen. I just felt a bit sort of woozy for ten minutes, and then I I showered and I was fine. Yeah.
1: Do you get drunk on Christmas Day?
2: Do you know what? I have a glass of... Sherry? No, I have a glass glass of wine over lunch, and that's sort of it.
1: Really? I probably have. I probably drink the least on Christmas Day in my household. Oh, God, I don't know. they probably make up for it, though, don't they? Does Mikey have a drink? No, he's pretty much teetotal, isn't he? He's he, yes.
2: It's like it's like living with a monk.
1: Although me and Mikey went out for a pint of Guinness not that long ago.
2: I yeah, this is. It, I I was completely baffled by this because it was after one of our tour dates and you want you and some friends want, wanted to go out for a drink and Mikey suddenly was like, I'll go with you. Yeah. I mean, I say, that sounds like he sort of latched on. He didn't latch on. You sort of invited him.
1: I'll come with you. Aye, no bother. And I was like, but darling, it's, it's, it's midnight. It was midnight.
2: This is Mikey who is so regulated about his sleep and he was having such a nice time with you all that he wanted to go. And then I get sent a photograph of him drinking half a pint of Guinness. I mean, he did have half a pint of half a pint of Guinness. A quarter he didn't, of a Guinness. So he had quarter of a Guinness.
1: But it's, it doesn't even... I, I've never known him drink Guinness. Yeah. Guinness is a good Christmas drink. It's, oh, it's winter. It's, that's how you know when it's winter for me. It's just a shame that everything revolves around alcohol. Mm, I'm not saying it does, but I've, I've said this many times before. Like, my summer drink's lager and mm. my winter drink's Guinness.
2: It's basically the same thing, is it not?
1: N- no, don't... No! Are you joking? It's two completely different drinks. I thought they're
2: sort of, you know, it's sort of the, the the thing and the foam on top.
1: No, Guinness is dark, thick, black, and lager's like lager colour. What colour's lager colour? Lager like. Is that the one that looks like we? Amber. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, it just, uh, genuinely. I don't know. How, I just I just don't know how you can't appreciate a good pint. Like I, oh, a. Pint you know of some of those awful
2: things that you had to eat in the castle. Genuinely, no, you
1: wouldn't.
2: Gen- no, no, I don't, I don't want to eat those. They were disgusting, and there's no need for anyone to eat those unless it's for a TV show. But the, I would have the same reaction that you all had eating all those stuff if you genuinely put lager, beer, Guinness in front of me. I just can't
1: really. It, 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 it,
2: I think I'd rather hold a mouse. Oh,
1: I just love it. Yeah,
2: it just makes me ill.
1: Does the Queen or the royal family have any drinking traditions for Christmas?
2: Well, they do. They, yeah, they, they do like a drink. Um, William and Harry traditionally like a cider on Christmas, oh. so I'm told. Yes. Uh, obviously, the Queen traditionally would do her gin and debonair. as with the, the Queen Mother. Uh, which we haven't mentioned debonair for a while. Oh, no, yeah. Um,
1: She'd have a gin and debonair, but she's But total. obviously, she's
2: teetotal now. Mm. So she'll have a Christmas
1: very similar to me, probably. Is it true in the Hansen household, Sarah's just attached to a drip <laughs> of... <laughs> champagne little chrome drip following her around the house isn't just then <laughs> that just easy it? attach it up to her at midnight on christmas eve <laughs> and she's just wandering around the house i, am so, I don't know if this is too far
2: <laughs>
1: it's christmas you can get away with it is, she, is it true just a drip of champagne no comment darling Mummy's <laughs> bag needs topping up darling On tomorrow's episode of our Advent Calendar, we'll be talking about Christmas television. Seriously, um, and we're not joking here, do drink responsibly at all times, and especially at Christmas. Drink Uh, responsibly, like my mother does. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow.
3: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or
0: scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash Acast. That's greenlight.com slash Acast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.